0: You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 54. Today we're talking about the power of journaling and we're hearing about Eliza's 90-day commitment to it. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. This week for the show, we have a special guest. I'm honored to introduce you to Eliza. She was one of my OG mentees from 2018 before it was like the original mindset makeover, but before it was named that, and she's also a founding member of the Mindset Makeover community. So this year, just before the the doors to the membership open, she decided to commit to a 90 day journaling journey after seeing an old post of mine. So, you know, she's, you know, been following my Instagram for a while. She's been in my orbit. She always wanted to commit to journaling and she just never did it. So she, she chose to do it. Her old story was that she didn't have follow through and never finished what she started. And one day she was just like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And now she's 90 plus days deep into, her journey, and she's here to share all about it with us. So if you have ever struggled to keep up with the journaling habit, you're not sure if journaling is the thing for you, and you're not sure how to journal this episode is perfect for you. So in this conversation, we're going to talk about what the power of journaling is and what Eliza learned about herself, tips to start and maintain your journey and what it means to put in the reps. So that is something that we talk about inside Mindset Makeover, putting in the reps. We are all about the reps over here. So we do talk about that. Um, Before we get into the show, I just wanted to, again, invite you into our membership community. It's called Mindset Makeover. If you like what you learned here on the podcast and you'd love to put that into action every single week and every single month with a coaching theme, that's what our community is all about. You can um, sign up by just going down to the link in the show notes, or you can send me a DM every single week I um, publish new journal prompts that go along with our coaching theme and every single week it also coincides with a different pillar. So we've got the mind, body, and heart pillars. So it's um it's not you know just a random journal prompt. They're always like super good. Um so yeah that's what the community is all about. I love the woman in there. We have so much fun and it honestly just makes me so happy to be part of um a community where people are very vulnerable and open-minded and are there to hold space for each other. I just think I think it's um, pretty rare to find people who are like, you know, Well, you guys are all like that. If you're listening to this show, I know you're like that. So if you are craving that community, come and join us. Other than that, um, the Create Your Purpose journal, again, if you wanted to commit to a journaling journey, the Create Your Purpose is a 30-day journaling experience. You can get that down down in the show notes um, from Amazon, and that's it. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and if you like it, take a screenshot, post it up on Instagram, tag me. Uh, If you are an Instagram follower, you notice that I have been a little bit absent, I am on Instagram. I'm just on a different account. I am fostering kittens right now and it's literally taken up all my free time. So Instagram has been on the back burner a little bit, but um, it's okay. That is life. I think that's going to be a whole nother episode on how to flow with the seasons and not be so hard on yourself. If you you know, are a coach or are a content creator, You don't always have to be producing to feel worthy. You can take breaks. You can put your energy towards other things. So anyways, as always, I digress. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get into it. Hey, Eliza, welcome to the Your Highest Self podcast. We're so excited to have you here. Hi, thanks for having me. Yay! So, like you guys heard in my intro, Eliza has been in my community, my orbit. You've been just, like, in this space for a long time. Like, since
1: 2018. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, So before we get started today, can you just tell us a little bit about you? Where you're from? What kind of... Okay, so tell us this. Where are you from? What do you do? And um, what is your favorite thing about like personal development and your journey to your highest self?
1: Hey, So I'm Eliza, obviously, from the beginning. I am from San Jose, California. So that's the Bay Area. So similar to Shanae. Um, It's just funny that we haven't even met yet. And I've known her for quite some time now. And we live around the same area but um, what do I do? I am a front desk associate at a fitness resort called Bay Club. Um, It's actually very similar to Equinox. I know that Sinead mentioned that she worked there in the past. So if you guys are familiar with that, it's pretty similar to that. Um, And what I love about personal development is the fact that it's a journey. I feel like I always have strived to hit goals to make sure I achieve things, knock things off a list. But the thing about personal development is that it's something that's ongoing and it's something that's with me for life.
0: Ooh, I love that answer. Thanks. (laughs) Definitely resonate with you on that. So we're talking about journaling today and I'm so excited. Um, Eliza, you had found a really old post, I remember. Yeah. And you were like, and I think in the post and also in one of the podcast episodes, I was like, commit to journaling for 90 days and see what happens.
1: Yeah. And it's like, basically it was from a podcast. I think it was from very early on. I was like working out, listening to the podcast. And towards the end, you were like, just commit yourself to 90 days. And then once I heard that, I was just like, okay, fine. Like, let me just try it. And then in the past, I've always tried to journal, but I would always be on and off with it, skip for three days. But then I started this new technique where I'd write day one. And then it kind of just seeing the number really helped me out. So yeah, somehow I'm at 94 for today.
0: That is so exciting. I remember I have a weird, good memory. I remember you DM me once and you were like, or maybe you commented on the post. You were like, but
1: what do you write about? (laughs) That's so true. I always try to make things so specific and perfect.
0: (laughs) Right. Instead of just starting. Yeah. So what did you write about? How did you start it? What helped you? Did you use the outline from the very start?
1: From the beginning, I didn't start with the outline. I think, let me, as I look back on my journal, I think I just, I kind of just did a free flow. Like I would write about my day. I'd write about, um, I remember when I was first coached by you, you told me to write three I am statements. So I'm looking at my day one and I wrote, I am determined. I am thoughtful. I am mindful. And after that, I just free flowed and started talking about how I was feeling, talked about my day. And kind of just little reminders to myself. um, Like I would always write at the end, P.S. Future Eliza is already so proud of you. Aww. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) I love that. Um, I love that you just kind of went in and did what your intuition told you to do, right? You just listened to like what worked for you. Um, What do you think has been like the most powerful part of journaling for you?
1: I think the most powerful part is the fact that I actually take action with things now. Um, In the past, I just feel like I was never good enough to do things. And it's once I actually committed to 90 days, I'm like, wow, I actually can do something. And I feel like that's so simple to say and so simple to think. But in reality, it's like we stop ourselves from doing things because of our mind. And I don't know, the journaling really gave me the power to like, Just do the things I actually wanted to do.
0: Do you think it helps you change your story?
1: Yeah, a lot.
0: (laughs) Because you're like, I do follow through. I do finish things.
1: Exactly, yeah. And I was telling myself in my head a lot that, like, I don't finish things or that I'm not good enough. But the more I would write the opposite and reframed what I actually wanted to believe, it actually was working, (laughs)
0: Did you have any doubt that it would work?
1: Yeah, for, for a long time, I'm just like, this is pointless. <laughs> and I kind of just felt like writing for fun. And I just felt like, um, I don't know, it's just weird. I think once you start doing it repetitively, you start to actually believe what you see. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that. What are some of the things that you learned about yourself?
1: I learned that I am the things that I think I am positively and negatively. Like if I say I'm not good enough, then I'm feeding into it. And if I say that I am, then I also feed into that. So I've learned that there's so much power in my words when I journaled. And I feel like a lot of the times I give power to it in my mind, but when I write it down, it's just like, huh, like, it just really shifts my energy a lot when I write in my journal, because I've learned that all of my thoughts in my head, it could, I don't know, it's just a lot. (laughs)
0: tell us all we love to go deep um i just want to acknowledge you for that because it is true and something that you do so well so side note you guys eliza is inside mindset makeover membership and she actually um posts her journal entries and i read all of them every every single one and a you're so like you're a very good writer and b you're You're so open Like, you're actually really vulnerable with yourself. And I think that's a really big step. And I've talked about this on the show before, though. A lot of people aren't vulnerable with themselves. They're not vulnerable with what they're writing down. Like, they avoid talking about certain things. They avoid writing down the thoughts that they're having that are negative, that they don't want to be having. So did you find it actually hard to be vulnerable with yourself in your journaling?
1: I actually didn't, to be honest, especially... Because in the, in the membership, you give us these prompts that really help me open up more. And I just feel like it, I don't know, I didn't find it very hard. And I think it's because I felt safe writing it down. And at first, before I wasn't sharing it with you, like in, in our uh, Mindset Makeover membership, I, I always felt comfortable enough to share what I was feeling to myself. Mm. but I think the journaling really helped me feel more empowered instead of just thinking about it in my head.
0: I love that. I love that. Um, actually something that just like popped up in my head, but what inspired you to actually do it? Like where were you 90 days ago that inspired you to make this commitment to yourself?
1: Mm, To be honest, I think I felt like I knew I was missing something and I knew I've been wanting to take action. Like even for a long time, I would put off listening to your podcasts because I was like, I want to take notes during this. I want to make sure I'm listening, listening to it perfectly. When I journal, I want to make sure that it's perfect. <laughs> like I always just strive to make things and have things be done in a specific way to the point where sometimes I don't even do it. Mm-hmm. So I guess what really got me to do it was like, it's okay. I told myself it's okay if it's not perfect as long as you do it, like take the action regardless. Like I would even get a little frustrated sometimes when I would like my new pen would run out and I'm like, Oh, I have to write it in pencil. And like, do I even continue? So it was just, it was really weird. So I think I, I loved how it helped me challenge myself to just take action for things that I want.
0: I love that. I mean, I'm a perfectionist, recovering perfectionist. I've gotten so much better. So I can totally relate with you. It's really debilitating. I think that sometimes we think that in order for something to work, it has to be perfect. But because of that, it doesn't work because we just never do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I remember when I reached out to you one time through email, even because in the past, I've been trying to get myself to start this journaling habit. And you were just like, stop worrying about making it perfect. Like just do it. And then I'm just like, you know, that's so simple. <laughs> so
0: simple. But sometimes we just don't know what we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and perfectionism is one of those things where it is hard. And I and I find actually that a lot of women who I'm gonna say suffer from perfectionism are actually really ambitious and like have these amazing ideas and want to do amazing things, but you literally hold yourself back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how I've been feeling with, with that, because sometimes I'm just like, no, I have to make sure this is X, Y, Z. And then if it's not, if I only have X and Y and I don't have Z, I'm like, well, I'm just not going to do it all (laughs) together.
0: Yeah. And then, and then that's when the the worthiness moon sets in. Right. And that story starts with like, oh, see, I knew I wasn't good enough. I knew I couldn't do it. I knew I wouldn't stick with it. So if you suffer from perfectionism, if you're listening to this and you're like, that's me, (laughs) you're actually brilliant. And your perfectionism is just a symptom of your brilliance of you holding yourself back, which I think is cool. Like to know that, Oh, it is just me. And if, if I'm being a perfectionist and I'm not doing these things, there actually is a solution. Like I'm not stuck in this way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's also what I've learned from journaling is that I am like that. I'm not stuck. And I guess the one thing that I'm all that I always write in my journal now is I am an action taker. So it just really, it just, it just really helps me take a step into just taking action. And I know I've said that like throughout this entire episode so far, but I think that's just one thing that I've really hope people take away is that you can take action, even if it's just simply writing like three statements even just to start out you don't have to do like a free flow but just writing down like intentions and three statements that make you feel good I think that's already a good start
0: oh I love that said from the perfectionist queen herself (laughs) Let's start. Um, Two things. One is um, I really resonate with the taking action part because I think I've shared my journal on social a long time ago. But like in 2013, I was writing down, I am an action taker. Because at the time, yeah, I'll send you a photo. (laughs) At the time, I wasn't. At the time, I had these like big, grand ideas and dreams. I mean, I wanted to be an online coach back in 2013, Wow. That's when at first like the seed was planted when I did my first show. And I was like, oh, I want to help people like this. And I intuitively knew that, okay, if I want to do online coaching, then I need to grow an Instagram community. And if I want to grow an Instagram community, I need to give value and I need to share valuable content. So I did start my Instagram in 2013. And then there was a little hiatus. But the hiatus was because I did my first show, developed a eating disorder and mm-hmm. stopped <laughs> fitness. Yeah altogether. So I like didn't post for like a year. But because I didn't post for a year, that story developed that I'm not an action taker, that I don't finish things, that I never follow through on what I start. And I had a terrible ex who told me the same. <laughs>
1: So relatable. Relatable. <laughs> relatable.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're, like the same. Yeah. So like becoming an action taker was a huge thing for me. And so like I love that you finally gotten to the point where you could really look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am an action taker. I am consistent. I, I do get shit done.
1: Because yeah. for
0: the longest time I struggled, struggled, struggled with that. So I didn't actually like start doing, I didn't start talking about the fact that I would do online training until 2017.
1: Wow. That's four years after something you wanted to do. Yeah.
0: In between, I started doing personal training. I developed, I built up my personal training. I was competing. I did five shows. I shared my journey on Instagram, but it was not until 2017 that I looked at my freaking little store <laughs> and I said, I'm taking clients. <laughs> I had like a, one or two clients on the side, but I never like promoted myself. So I feel you. I totally resonate with you on that yeah so my second question then is like what is your outline for journaling how do you do it um what is your personal outline that you that you do and then let's talk about some tips on how we can start and maintain this journey
1: yeah so with my journals i always start off by writing day whatever the day is so for today i haven't done my journal yet today but today would be day 94 and I would write today's date. And after that, I would write, I am worthy of existence. I write that at the top every single day because I struggled with that statement for a long, long time. Sinead knows this ever since she coached me for free in 2019, right? Um, yeah, it was beginning in 2019. Yeah. yeah. And it's like when I first had to say it, it was just really uncomfortable. So I always write that down and I say it to myself because I, I want to believe it. And then after I write three of these affirmations or intentions that Sinead, I found this on your Instagram once in a caption and I write, I am an action taker. I will find clarity through my action and failures don't define me. And after those three bullet points, I write down, um, I use the your highest self journal flow. What is it? Format. <laughs> yeah. And it includes gratitude, energy and intentions. So gratitude for my day, um, how I'm feeling energy wise with my body and intentions, which are also another round of I am statements, but sometimes I also write life is good or Um, I have a body so kind of like neutral statements as well. And after intentions, I kind of just free flow. If I'm not responding to a mindset makeover prompt, I just um, pretty much write a letter to my inner child. Um, Those I love doing that the most just because I tell myself the things that I need to hear. So one of the one I wrote yesterday that I really would like to share would be small actions are still actions love you and I'm still so proud of you. It really helps. <laughs> Snaps. Snaps.
0: <laughs> I'm so proud of you. One, I, I, I love hearing it come from your mouth because it's one thing for me to like sit here and repeat it every single week and tell people to do this and tell people to do this. And then it's another thing to actually have someone who committed to it and did mm-hmm. it. And it's like it comes full circle for me because I'm like, I promise this will change your life. <laughs> and then
1: it really has.
0: <laughs> I love it because it, it changed my life. Journaling was, again, just same like you, I really wanted to start the habit. I mean, the journal, the pink one that I'll show you is from 2013. And I like have like haphazard journal entries throughout it. And mm. I really wanted to make the habit of it because I knew. I read all the books. I knew that if you want to be successful, like all successful motivational speakers, personal development people, business people – one of the habits that they have, besides meditation and visualization, is journaling. They literally journal, like. And I knew this, <laughs> and I wanted to start the habit, but I couldn't.
1: Yeah. I couldn't
0: get consistent. I couldn't. I didn't feel motivated to. So, I, yeah. in that first month when you were starting, were there days that you didn't want to do it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because there were days where I'm just kind of like dreading it, and it didn't make sense to me until of course, I joined Mindset Makeover and you really did that language shift with me where it's like, oh, I have to do it. Like, I need to do this. But it's like, no, I don't have to. I get to. So it's like, whenever I felt that way, I always just reframed and I'm like, I get to journal. I get the opportunity to communicate with my inner child. I get the opportunity to check my energy, to be grateful and stuff like that. So it's really helped like a lot. And I think another thing that I love about it is that just like you, you can. it's something that you can look back on. It's something that you can look back on and see where you've been during that time and realize, wow, like this is part of my journey and I'm so glad I have it documented. I don't know, it's just really nice.
0: <laughs> so nice, I love it. I love looking back on what I wrote even a year ago when I was like in the yeah. dark depths of like sadness um, or even <laughs> in the good times. Like when I read, like sometimes I read
1: my journal and I'm like, wow, I said that? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and then sometimes it's so funny when I'd look back too, and it's sometimes you find things that you needed to see, you know. Like I'm like, wow, I wrote that to myself because I needed it at that time, and then I needed it today. So it's like I don't know, (laughs) it's really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. So a couple tips I want to share with everyone is one: use the your the highest self journal flow. So. Write down your gratitude, write down, do the day. I think the day is fun day, whatever I do that too. Um, yeah. Or I did in the very beginning when I was doing the 90 day thing, do the day. Um, or also you can get the create your purpose journal and that could be a really great start because it says day one up there. Um, yeah. and then- oh, cool. The flow is in the journal too. So the first thing we do is we write our gratitude, shift our attitude with gratitude. And then we write our energy check. How am I feeling? How can I show up today? How does my body feel? Um, And this again, is just, um, it's an invitation for you to connect with yourself. You get to connect with yourself. Imagine going throughout your whole day without ever once checking in and being like, how are you today?
1: I love that. I love that that you said that. It's an invitation to check in with yourself. Yeah. You know, really sit with yourself because we don't do that. I feel like everyone is just go, go, go. Like, i that's what I love about journaling. It helps you slow down on your day.
0: It really, really does. Yeah. Like imagine going the whole day without talking to your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, like, why don't we treat the relationship with ourselves just as just yeah. as much?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Right. Exactly. So after intention, after energy, that's when we do intention. So I like to think of intentions. This is the part that people have the most problem with. But I like to think of intentions as who do I need to be in order to reach my goals? So if that is I need to be more courageous or I need or, you know, um, that's where you write your intentions. I am courageous. I am a charismatic speaker. I am motivating and inspirational. And I changed people's lives. (laughs) Literally, i write that
1: down. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I think what's helped me with my intentions, because just like you said, I struggled with that a lot from the beginning. Um, But what helped was having your core values Mm -hmm. and Like one of two of my core values are trust and patience. And I always, always, always write, I am trusting, I am patient. And it's like, even if I don't feel that way today, it's something that I want to feel. So I write it down anyways. That
0: is such a good tip. So aligning your intentions with your core values. Did I get that tip? Did I say that a long time ago? (laughs) You gave me that tip. Sounds (laughs) like something I'd say, probably in the core values. Workshop. Probably, probably something something there. Yeah, I did say that in the core values.
1: It was during the retreat because you're like, look at your core values. Now, those are your intentions. And I'm like, I love it. (laughs) Ah,
0: That is so smart. Yeah. um, One of the things I always say about values, if you don't know what your values are, then you don't know who you are.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And ever since you told me too, you were like, if you can learn like a commercial jingle and you don't even remember your core values, there's something wrong. There.
0: There's something you. Yeah, exactly. If you know the jingle, um, yeah. it's, and it's repetitive, right? It's repetition. That's why we know the commercial jingle. We've heard it a million times. Yeah. So we have to repeat to ourselves what our intentions are, who we want to be and who we know is true, like our true self, not our false ego self that wears the mask and walks around all day long trying to be someone else because you're not comfortable with who you are. You're not able to show who you really are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: quote, quote that one. (laughs) Um, So after we have intentions, that's when we do either a free flow or a prompt. So if you don't have a prompt to answer, I recommend setting a timer five to 10 minutes and free flowing. um, Sometimes I give the recommendation to do three pages of free flow. And that's Mm -hmm. especially good for anybody who is resisting journaling because more than likely there's something inside of your brain. There's a negative self-talk loop that you don't want to address, like you have resistance towards it. So that's why you're not doing the work. Um, so free flow. Yeah. Stream of consciousness. Sometimes I do that and all this stuff comes out and I was like, wow, I didn't know I was dealing with that. Yeah. Our brains are amazing. They will hide the pain. They really will. They'll hide the pain so that you don't have to feel the pain, but it's just putting a band aid on like a wound that needs stitches. So it doesn't work long term. Um, And then, or you can answer a prompt. So inside Mindset Makeover, we have prompts that go out every single week based on what our coaching theme is. And so that's fun because we take like one topic and we really like unpack it and dive deep, deep into it. So I love that. And I also share prompts on online. Haven't in a while, actually, but (laughs) if you um, dig through my stories, you'll find them. Um, Another tip that I wanted to talk about. So your tip was um, on the days that you didn't want to journal. You get to, um, Mm -hmm. I think for me, what I did was, um, it was a zero top, I call it like hashtag, um, I learned it from someone, um, zero option mentality.
1: Yeah. Like a non-negotiable type of thing.
0: Non-negotiable. Exactly. I don't have an option. I committed to this and I'm going to do it. And on the days that I don't feel like doing it, I'm going to do it. On the days that I accidentally forgot, you accidentally forget And the next day is day nine. Like, you know, you don't have to start over at day one because there will be some days that literally you forget because life happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I never intentionally skip. Yeah. And if I do unintentionally skip, I make sure it's not more than two days.
1: That's good. I, I actually, it's funny too, looking back at these pages right now, there are times where like I've fallen asleep during like, early like during the day and i'd wake up like at 10 p.m and i'm like oh, i haven't journaled and i would literally grab my journal and write down i am tired i am going back to sleep but i still got it done
0: <laughs> oh my god that's so cute that's yeah. that,
1: that's pretty commit pretty committed <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm telling you this wasn't non-negotiable this is like me brushing my teeth
0: yeah that is true we got to do that every day Um, how have you been like maintaining your journey now
1: um well honestly being in mindset makeover membership has helped me maintain the journey because you give me journal prompts so there are days when I feel like oh what do I write about um but being in the membership and having accountability helps like I'm not the only one who posts my journal prompts everyone well not everyone but people who feel comfortable enough to do it or people who are just like, Hey, I did it, but don't feel like sharing it. That's okay too. But just knowing that there are other people within the community I'm in who are, who's doing it. I feel empowered to keep going. I feel empowered to be open. So I guess just like having accountability is super helpful.
0: Yeah. With everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Accountability is big. Um, Who do you think journaling is for?
1: I, for me, I think it's, it really helps with my inner child, my little person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's, it's really for me. Um, yeah, why do you ask?
0: <laughs> well, I'm just curious more so from the standpoint of like, if someone is thinking, eh, I don't really think I need to journal.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Like the type of people. Yeah. Like, what do you think it's for? Uh, I feel like it's for people who who are afraid, but they do it anyways. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's for people who always respond with "I know, I know." Like, I know this, I know that. And I'm just like, well, it's killing your growth. And I learned that from you. <laughs> the
0: first two words ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So basically I think it's anyone who's willing to, it's for people who, who know something's going on with them internally, but they don't know how to address it or like they don't know how to face it. So yeah.
0: I like that answer. Same. I think it's for people who want to grow. Yeah. It's a certain person. Not everybody. You might be shocked. I was shocked when I realized this, but not everyone wants to get better.
1: That's interesting.
0: Weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But not everyone has the same growth mindset. Not everyone wants to get to know themselves better or get better or be better or become the best version of themselves.
1: Why is that so weird to me?
0: (laughs) We're, and then we're weird to them. Yeah. To them, they're like, why are you so? addicted to getting better why do you want to get better why can't you just be happy with where you're at
1: yeah I, that's so funny that you say that too because I've gotten like interesting feedback whenever I just casually say like oh my life coach this or like you have a life coach or what and I'm just kind of like what do you mean you don't have
0: one <laughs> <laughs> exactly. so there are people out there who just don't who are not interested, or maybe they just don't know, right? I didn't know about life coaching for the longest time. Um, So once they find out what it is and and it sparks an interest in them, they're like, oh, my God, and they want to do it, and they want to do the work. Um, Personal development is not taught in school. Yeah. And it really should be, but it's not. So people who get bit by the personal development bug, like as I call it, they're the people who who want to journal and, or like, I think journaling is for anybody who wants to grow. If you want to get to know yourself better, if you want to um, learn how to manage your thoughts and your emotions better, if you yeah. want to um, learn who you are and have it develop a deeper connection and like be able to stand firmly with like your two feet on the ground and be like, this is who I am. I'm proud of who I am. I love who I am. And if you have a problem with it, like, it's okay. You can have a problem with me because I'm good with who I am. Like, I feel like journaling is for that person who wants to develop that kind of unshakable self-confidence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like it's definitely for me because I'd love to be more self-confident. And I think journaling has helped with that a lot. So, yeah.
0: It has helped a ton. You're so much more confident. Um, yay. So, last but not least, I wanted to um, go into like, what does it mean for you to put in the reps? I talk about this all the time on Instagram and in our group, but I'd love for everyone to hear it from a different person.
1: Yeah. So, I think putting in the reps, again, I feel like I'm just. Quoting all of your work, learn so much from you, but I think putting in the reps, I think of what you always say is high standards, low expectations and having like me having that high standard of making sure that journaling is a non-negotiable and the low expectation of just like, you know, I woke up, still wrote it, even though I half-assed the free flow, I'm basically saying, hey, going back to sleep, but I did it. Um, that to me is putting in the reps. Is like, even if like it took just making sure I get it done regardless, and also like not being hard on myself if I don't get it right. Like when I think of reps, I think of working out, and yeah. it's like the more you put it in, the more progress you're going to make, but at the same time, like if you miss a rep and if you fall off like once or twice, like it's still going to be okay as long as you're continuing the momentum. So Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Not all workouts are great. Yeah. Some workouts you're really weak and you're like, oh my God, I squatted this two days ago. Why can't I do it today? Yeah. Yeah. So not all the reps are going to be the same, but it's just about doing it.
1: Yeah. And just like having, Like, you know how you say moving your body doesn't look like one way, like before in the past, like when I would think of moving my body, I'm like, it has to be in the gym, it has to be a hard workout, I need to be dripping sweat when really it's like, walking my dog is good enough, or like, dancing around in the room and stretching is good enough. Like, that is still me putting in the reps, even if it's in a way that isn't the same as a gym
0: Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm to not allowing that perfectionist mindset to tell you that it's not
1: good enough yeah that's putting in the wraps
0: yeah exactly and (laughs) I I think everyone is going to resonate with that because if you're listening to this show you probably also are just like us where you are a recovering perfectionist you don't feel like you're good enough all the times but deep down like you 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 don't deep down you don't think you're good enough but on a surface level you do know rationally but sometimes rationally you know you're good enough but deep down sometimes you don't feel like it and girl we we get it we understand and so when we put in the reps where i think we're just building that self-trust within ourselves
1: yeah because you you will get to
0: a point like do you are you at a point now when you say i'm worthy of existence that you believe yourself
1: I am actually, yeah, and I say it a lot to myself, especially when I'm feeling sad. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I'm so glad. I remember the first day you said it. You were like,
1: "Yeah," <laughs> voice is all shaking. And
0: <laughs> yeah. I didn't say it either the first time, and it's such a shock to your consciousness. Yeah. Your subconscious has been saying it this whole time, but your conscious is like, "Holy crap! I no. don't think I'm worthy of existence." How did it get to be like this?
1: Yeah. And it totally just opened up things that I didn't even know were in my mind, but was manifesting in the way I moved like throughout the day.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How you showed up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's that app that our programming is running on. It's that subconscious. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So when you bring it to the light, you're like, oh, (laughs) I remember my first time. Um, amazing. So I always well two last questions. One is what's your secret dream?
1: <laughs> okay, my secret dream is to one day own a winery. <laughs> It's so random, but I just love it. I love going wine tasting with my boyfriend. And it's just, I went to this one in Sonoma and I'm just like, wow, this is actually something I see myself doing. (laughs) But a lot of people don't know that about me, that I love wine and I love to drink it and I love wine tasting. So that's something that super, super secret that I just shared with so much people.
0: The world. Yeah. Hundreds hundreds of people, by the way. Hundreds. (laughs) hundreds download the episodes every week. So Mm. we're at over 10,000. I haven't checked the stats lately, but probably almost close to 15,000 downloads total.
1: Wow. And I'm excited to share this with my friends and family.
0: (laughs) Um, So owning a winery, I'm excited for you. I actually have a connection. So we'll talk about that. My friend slash client, they own a small winery. Really? Oh, that's cool. You can just talk to her about how they started that. Um,
1: whatever. Yeah, I'd love to. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm such a connector. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, literally anything I talk about, I actually know someone. I'm like, yeah, That's everybody. <laughs> Probably because I <laughs> move so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. My job as a personal
0: trainer actually like made me very well connected. I had so many random connections from and Silicon Valley to like this Bay Area. Like, there's yeah. like a lot of interesting people here. Yeah. Um, I've worked with a lot of people over the years. So there's always someone that I meet. And also people on Instagram who DM me, who become my friends. I've never met them in person. I mean, I've never met you in person. Uh, yeah. But like, we're very connected. Um, last question is um, that I always ask everyone is, what does it mean for you to be your highest
1: self? That's such a good question. For me, I think what it means to be your highest self is just showing up for yourself and being there for yourself. And I know that's really hard to, it's easier said than done. And I just feel like we're so keen on being there for our friends, being there for our families, but like really invest in yourself. And I just feel that you're your highest self when you're investing in yourself, when you're putting in work, to care for yourself, prioritize, prioritize yourself and checking in with yourself. So I guess being your best friend is being your highest self.
0: (laughs) I love that. Yeah. (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. How to be your own best friend is actually something that I've talked about a lot. Um, this was amazing. It went by so fast. Um, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. 90 plus days of journaling. I hope that if you're listening to this and even wanting to start your journaling practice, Eliza, can they DM you? Yeah, you with can. Twitter? You want my Instagram? <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in the show notes, but say it out loud too. It's
1: at Eliza Jasmine and it's spelled in the most different way. So just look at the show notes.
0: <laughs> I your Jasmine was the Z.
1: Yeah, it's with a Z and an E at the end.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah. That's unusual. Yeah, yeah, go hit her up. If you like this episode, put a screenshot up and tag us both. But we really hope to see a couple of you starting your 90-day journeys. And you can uh, need some help. You can either get the Create Your Purpose journal or come join us inside the community. Yes, it's so much fun. (laughs) I know. It's so much fun. Um, But be warned that we're all very open, and if you're not <laughs> if you're not ready to make some really good friends and to actually support and hold space for other people who are willing to be vulnerable and and sharing parts of themselves so that they can heal, then don't consider joining. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit mean. I mean, I don't mean it like that. Everyone considered our table, but just yeah. be, just be informed that it is um it's it's real. Like, it's not one of those communities where we just post our highlight reel.
1: Yeah, it's definitely raw and there's no fake positivity in there.
0: (laughs) None at all. So, if we're feeling sad, we feel sad and like we will support you in feeling sad. We're not gonna be like, just go do a leg day. <laughs> i know i'm being mean because you know how some people are like i was having a really bad day but then i did like it and i feel so much better and yeah. so, well, we
1: don't just like sending you good vibes <laughs> yeah, no we're
0: holding space for all of it for the good and the bad and we share so much of the good too so it's not always sad yeah. um but it's it is the my most favorite thing in the whole white world like having a community of women who are supporting each other through the highs and the lows and like a space where you can show up in your low. Because I didn't ever have that. Like I didn't have spaces where when I was struggling with the binge eating and the disordered eating and also the confidence, like when I didn't have the confidence to take videos of myself, when I was starting my business and I didn't have the confidence, like my poor husband was my therapist, my best friend, he was my boyfriend, he was everything for me. So I just didn't have Another area where I could really lean on and get support from other women.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I think that's what this that's, is.
0: <laughs> that's what I really like about this community. Yeah, I had to go and make a community. Like, I found women that I could like meet up with us on Zoom once a month. It was my bliss tribe. Um, but this community is that. It's where you can, you know, stop going to your boyfriend for help and mm-hmm. and actually invest in connecting and with real relationships with other women who are like-minded. We, like, all want to grow. We all want to become our best selves. We are committed to personal development, which we don't find everywhere, like we know. Mm -hmm. Anyways, as a tangent, um, if you guys (laughs) like this episode, drop a reading and review, and, um, yeah, just reach out. We'll see you guys next week, same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Thank you so much, Eliza. We'll have to have you on for part two.
1: Yay!